Hey everybody, it's Joe and the Method, and tonight's the big one, conviction. This is the principle that started it all for me with the Salazar Method and got me going in my own life. You know, last night I said about beliefs that they're ideas and opinions floating around you, kind of like butterflies or lightning bugs. And you uh, individually choose and you pick these things and you internalize them. You take an idea or an opinion out there in the world, put it in your mind and you raise it to the level of a belief. And you do this intentionally. You give credibility to this thing and then you justify it. Testimony, coherence, or you believe through your experiences, it just becomes self-evident. And then the thing that I said was about convictions. While beliefs form our worldview, convictions is when we take a belief from our mind and we place it in our heart that it is the thing that helps us make real decisions in the world. It guides us. It's these principles that directly affect our behavior. So that is for me what a core conviction is. It is those things that in the moment in our decision-making process we are actually aware of. Now we'll get into how this relates to our ethics because when we get into uh, you know purpose, your ethics, the, the things that guide you specifically are those core convictions that relate to how you want to interact with people. But your convictions could be a lot of different things. Let me share with you the story about how I first encountered my real convictions in this world. And for the first time in my life, I, I knew as a man with certainty where I stood in the world. You know, when I was growing up, I listened to people really well. And there were some people that were talking about certain social issues and maybe gay rights or burning the flag or gun rights. And I remember when I would listen to other people, you know, I didn't really have my own feeling on the subject. I wasn't, I wasn't really affected whether they burned the flag or someone was gay or gun rights. You know, I'm just listing some of the general things out there. People were fighting over this stuff, but I didn't really have an opinion because it didn't affect me and my life. So if I would hear someone talk about burning the flag, and they would give me a good argument. Yeah, that sounds, you're right. Let's, let's ban burning the flag. Then I would listen to somebody else, and they would talk about burning the flag, how it should be allowed. And I'm like, you know what, you're right. You, you should be allowed. I realized that my position fundamentally would change based off someone else's good argument. And this goes, you know, back to the fact of what a rational argument is, and that's something we can talk about later, but I remember being so lost growing up, so confused, that in general there was things that I was sure of and certain of, but for the most part, some of these big issues in the world, I, I didn't know where I stood, or I guess I didn't stand anywhere in particular. But I remember a little bit later in life, for me that, I guess because of the way I am, I got to a place in my early 20s where I was just good at saying no. I would say no, that doesn't represent me. No, I don't support that. No, I don't this. No, I don't that. Which is an improvement. But I certainly didn't know what it was I actually was in support of. It was no, no, no. I don't want to live that life. I don't support this. But when it came down to saying, okay, Joe, what do you want then? Ah, uh, I came up empty-handed. I did music for a while, did a few other things. But that's, you know, I was empty. I, I was drawing a line in the sand, but I didn't know exactly what was on my side. So, you know, when I was uh, 32, I was engaged, and I moved uh, to Houston. And this was right after Hurricane Katrina. It was Hurricane Ike. I was a homeowner. I was the man of the house. I had a, a 
fiance at the time and her son. And when Hurricane Ike came in and knocked out all the electricity in Houston, I realized, oh crap, what if something happens? I am the person in this home that these two beautiful people are going to look to, to defend them, to protect them. And that was the first time in my life that something really, really went off inside me. It was like lightning hit me. I realized right then and there that for me, the conviction that I had was as the man of the house, I need to do whatever it takes to defend the people that I love. So there you have it. You know, for me, that was the moment I truly knew what it meant to have conviction, to be so certain about something that I would not waver. And it was looking back, it was something I could connect from my core biology to a belief to my conviction. You know, my biology, yes, I could defend myself and my family if I had to. I'm strong, I'm coordinated, I'm in shape. It's something that I would excel at. Now granted, I'm 5'6", but that aside, I have that instinct in me to fight if I had to. And I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't back down. As far as my beliefs, you know, I'm a little bit old school. I'm raised here in the South in Texas. And my mom had always raised me to open the door for, for women, to be kind, to, you know, uh, I would always assume it, and the people like me to pay the bill. So. It fit, this conviction fit within my worldview. As a man, you take care of those around you who can't take care of themselves, whether that be another man, a, a woman, a child, someone older. It fit within my view of the world. It was a comfortable decision to make. But as I said about convictions, this was something in particular to be the man of the house, to protect the woman I love and her son at all costs. That was something that shaped me from that point on in my life. It was a belief plucked from my head, from my mind, and firmly rooted in my heart. For the rest of that relationship, and every relationship after that I've been in, this conviction of my role, my duty, my obligation, and my joy to ensure that my partner feels safe and secure. It has been something that has shaped me from that point till today. It is involved in my decision-making process. Now for you, there may be moments similar. And regardless if you agree or disagree with me, think about your life. You may have known your convictions early on, or you may have discovered them. But those are those moments in your life where something hits you. So definite, that it's unmistakable, it is going to be a part of you for the rest of your life. Now this is the thing that I've talked a lot with many people in public and in private. There may be people who are like me, who at one point in their life didn't really have an opinion that they were willing to fight for. And maybe in their 20s, like me, or a little bit later or earlier, they had a sense of what they didn't like, but they still didn't know what they stood for. And it's a cliche. And I don't like cliches, but it fits. You know, if you're not uh, willing to stand for something, you'll fall for anything, you know, something like that. This is the best advice I can give you. For those people who don't yet know if they have convictions or that they know what they are, look around you and pay 
close attention to your emotional responses to movies, to music, to events in the world, to stories, to things you see, to things you hear, to things you read about. When most of us watch a Hallmark commercial at Christmas or we watch a nice family movie or some type of drama, some of us cry, some of us have deep emotions. And even if you didn't know that you had a conviction or a strong, firm belief in a particular area, that emotional response is the result of the fact that you do. It is a telltale sign that you are having an emotional response to something within you that is being touched by whatever it is you're reading about or listening about or looking at. If you want to start making a list of those things that you have an emotional response to, you can look over that. I think you're going to start to pick up certain patterns. At the very least, you'll still need to do some soul searching, but you will be pointed in the right direction. It will be somewhat of a shortcut for you to start figuring it out where your heart rests and what it is that you are willing to stand to defend.